Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, a Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. This is a podcast that is really special to me. I'm very grateful that I have the opportunity to share the things that I've learned and I'm learning about the intersection between faith and entrepreneurship. It was something that I really couldn't find anywhere when I started out as an entrepreneur. I really remember Googling faith and entrepreneurship and things like that. And so to be able to share this is really huge. Thank you. So many of you have sent me PMs and DMs saying this has been a huge blessing for me. It's totally changed my mindset. Um, I was able to launch a practice and all of those kind of things. And I appreciate that more than you will ever know because that's the reason why I do this. So thank you so much for coming back and for listening. Thank you so much for sharing it. And I would ask again that for the entrepreneurs you know who are people of faith, please share this with them. You never know who this makes a big difference for. And if you have questions that you have about, you know, how to apply your faith in a specific part of your business or things like that, feel free to shoot me a DM or PM. I'm happy to make an episode about it. Okay. Now today I want to talk about one of my favorite things, which is peace. I work really hard to live at peace because growing up I was, you know, I was someone who would really worry. If you're familiar with the Enneagram personality types, I'm in Enneagram six. And so what that means is, you know, there's a group of people who they describe as having pre-traumatic stress disorder, right? Like before anything, everything's good, but we've already imagined 7,000 ways things could go bad. And we're, you know, our heart is already racing based on stuff that is most likely never going to happen. And so that was me growing up. And part of what I strive for in my faith is to be at this place where I'm at peace externally and internally. It's really something that is high up on my list. And really for 2023, one of my goals is to walk in love, joy, and peace daily. Like this is the environment I function in, right? Love, joy, and peace. And so I've been doing a lot of studies on love and joy and peace. And I wanted to come on to share a little bit of my study on peace and how to really maintain, be at peace, even in the midst of chaos, in the midst of challenges and all of those kind of things. Because guess what? Jesus faced all of those and he was at peace. He was at peace the entire time. And so so let's take a look at this, okay? Now, the scripture that I started meditating on is John 17, 24. And I'm going to read that from the New Living Translation. And this is the words of Jesus, okay? He said, I am leaving you with a gift, all right? So I want you to think about it. A gift is something, it's a definite thing. It's a a thing that can be handed to you, right? I'm leaving you with a gift. He's giving me something. It's mine, okay? All right, I'm leaving with a gift, and that gift is peace of mind and heart. Golly, what does the entire world want? Peace of mind and heart, okay? And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So the dimension of peace I'll give you, you can't find it anywhere outside of me. The only person who can give it to you is me, okay? And then he goes on to say, so don't be troubled 
or afraid. So, so let's unpack this, right? So he says, I'm leaving you with a gift. And so I started telling myself, I have a gift. I have a gift Jesus gave me, right? I have a gift that he gave me. I have it. It's in my possession right now, right? Okay. So I have it. Well, maybe not so much in my possession. It's available. It's up to me to take possession of it, right? Like it's kind of like someone says, I bought you a car. It's in the garage. Well, you have to go to the garage, get in the car, get the keys, start the car, all those, all those kind of things. Okay. So I'm leaving with a gift. It's peace of mind and heart. So I have been given peace of mind and heart. Not I will be given, but I have been given. It's already mine. I already have access to it. Peace of mind and heart. You might be thinking with this life, with this business, with this team that I have, with all this stuff. Yes, you have a gift. Peace of mind and heart. Okay? All right. And it says, and the peace I, I give is a gift the world cannot give. So the world may have unprecedented levels of stress and anxiety and worry and all of that kind of stuff. But I have something. I have a gift. I have peace of mind and heart. Okay? Then it says, so don't be troubled or afraid. Now, this is the same Jesus who talked about, you know, challenges that we'll face and all those kind of things. But he said, don't be troubled, don't be afraid, which means unconventional as this may sound, which means that I have a choice. I can choose to be troubled or not troubled. I can choose to be afraid or not afraid. I have a choice because I have a gift Instead of being troubled or afraid, I can go access my gift, which is peace of mind and heart. Okay? That's what the word says. And we're believers. We believe the word, right? That, that's what it says. And so the question then becomes, you know, the question I started asking myself, I was like, when, how do I learn more about this gift that I have, right? It's like if somebody gave me, if somebody gave me a Lamborghini, right? If you want to give me a car, you know, give me a a truck, I like big cars, but just for the sake of, sake of illustration, if someone gave me gave that to me, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna first of all go find where it is, right? I'm gonna open it up. I'm gonna start looking at okay, how do I drive this thing? You know, I haven't driven one before, so is is it a automatic gear? Is it is it a manual gear? How would I drive that? Like, I, I'm gonna study the gift. I'm gonna look for the manual. I'm gonna ask people who have that car. I'm probably gonna hit some YouTube videos and learn more about the car. I'm gonna learn about my gift. And that's the same thing we do with the gifts God gives. Like, we don't want to say, I don't understand it. No, we want to learn about it so we can use it, so we can enjoy it, right? And so this is what I'm doing with, with peace. The first thing I'm doing so that I can leverage the gift I have and I can walk in it. And truly, I live 2023 practicing peace daily, right? One is that I have to believe it. I have to know that I have a gift, right? I have to know it like I know my name. I have to know it. I want to pause here and say something. I want to tell you a story. When I was a first-year resident in New Jersey, I was driving to work, and I still remember this, like it was yesterday, but this was, oh my goodness, like 14 years ago or something. But I was driving, got to a red light, and I was just waiting for the light to turn green, and somebody ran into me, like full speed, you know, for that, it was like 40, 50 miles an hour. And the impact was so significant that I then ran into the person who was in front of me, okay? So it's a three-car accident. And after that happened, I, I was, you know, by the grace of God, I was fine. I mean, I had a bumper that I had to fix, but other than that, I was fine. 
But after that, what started happening was every single time I would stop at a red light, it would replay the whole thing, like boom, from the back and then boom, me hitting the car in front of me. And I get in front of a red light. This It will keep replaying. It was like a movie just kept going on and on and on. And I know how these things work. You attract what you're afraid of. You attract what you imagine. You, I mean, I know, how, I know how the game works. And I was like, I cannot allow this. I need to... And to figure this out before I become this person who just gets into serial accidents because I keep meditating on it. And so I started meditating on Psalm 90 and I got to Psalm 91 and I got to the place where it says he'll give his angels charge over you. So you don't dash your foot against the stone. Okay. So he gives your angels charge over you. And so I would meditate on that scripture. I'd roll it in my mind. I would use my imagination to create that picture. So I'm going and he's giving his angels charge over me. So they're guarding me. So even if a car wanted to bump into me between me and the car, they're angels and they're kind of like my buffer. And I kept imagining that. And and I worked on that for so long that when I was about to leave my house and get in my car, I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that there were angels guarding me, right? And so, I'm, so that's a story of the power of meditation, okay? And it, how it changes your belief system and it changes your expectation. And so what if we did the same thing with peace, right? And so we take that and we're meditating on it. We're taking the stories of like how there was a storm and Jesus was asleep, you know, at, at the bottom of the boat and things like that. And you're just meditating on it and you're painting pictures of you in your business and the state that it's in and the things that you could possibly be worrying and driving yourself nuts about. But you've received this gift and the gift is a gift of peace and you're not allowing your heart to be troubled. You're not allowing yourself to be afraid. You're just like, okay, Lord, how do we handle this? Because I know I have a God who helps me, right? Deuteronomy 33, 26 is like, the, the, you know, blessed be the God of Israel. He's the one who rides the heavens to help you. So I have somebody who's the creator of galaxies and he chooses to help me. So if he can help me, what am I troubled about? Like when those things happen, I make a quality decision. I'm not going to be troubled. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to ask my God for help. I'm going to ask him for insight. You start meditating on that. And what will happen is you believe it. You'll know that you have the gift of faith and then you start walking in it, right? So the first thing is to believe it. The second thing is to speak it, right? And so I started thinking, I was like, oh, I'm going to make a little mantra for myself. My husband has done this for, he's modeled this for years. He would often say, Holy Spirit, help me. Okay, so he's a pastor. And a lot of times people will come to him for counseling or he has to make these big decisions. Like now we're in the middle of um, construction of a thousand seater auditorium and he has all these decisions to make and you'll hear him, Holy Spirit, help me. Not like afraid or, oh my goodness, if you don't help me, something bad is going to happen. But it's, it's, a, it's an affirmation of dependency on the Holy Spirit and that all the answers are always there, but they're not in you directly. They're in the Holy Spirit in you, right? And so it's like, Holy Spirit, help me. And I was like, for peace, I'm like, I'm going to start saying, thank you, Jesus, for your peace. Remember, it's a gift he gave me. He gave you. Thank you, Jesus, for your peace. I choose peace. Thank you, Jesus, for your peace, right? And so when I face things that are troubling, thank you, Jesus, for your peace. I choose peace. Thank you, Jesus. I get this bad report. Thank you, Jesus, for your peace. I choose peace, right? Like, and so I'm going to start saying it. That's something that I'm going to say so it's more automatic and I just, I'm just choosing peace more, right? And the third thing I'm going to do is I'm going to practice it. There will always be opportunities to be troubled. There will always be opportunities to be afraid, but I'm going to choose 
to walk in peace. In the beginning, it's going to be like, oh my goodness, you're crazy. You should be worried. You should be this. What if this happens? What if that happens? All that kind of stuff, right? But I'm going to practice. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for your peace. I choose peace, right? I'm going to lean on you for help. The reason why I can have peace is because I have you. I don't bear the entire weight of the responsibility of the outcome of my life because I have you. You're my helper. You're my guide. You're my shepherd. You're the lifter of my hands. You're the one that said, fear not for I'm with you. I'll uphold you with my right or right hand. So Lord, I choose peace. I will not let my heart be troubled in this. I do not let myself side with fear. I do not yield to fear. Fear is Satan's tool. I will not yield to him. So I'm practicing it, right? So if I believe it, speak it, practice it. Believe it, speak it, practice it. Believe it, speak it, practice it. I'm going to just get better and better because it's a muscle, right? I'm just going to get better and better and better in walking in peace till it becomes my default. So I figured I would I would share this with you. And I think you'll be, is something that if you can practice, it will make your journey as an entrepreneur so much more fun right? And just so you just enjoy the journey. Okay. I want to leave you with this scripture. I was going to, I was going out of town and my husband was taking me to the airport and he started talking about this scripture. He just discovered that spoke to him so much. And when he said, it, I was like, oh my goodness, that's my scripture. Right. And so I'm giving it to you. So it's your scripture too, but it's Isaiah 50 verse seven, Isaiah 50 verse seven. And this is what it says. So I want you to th- I want you to think about something that happened is troubling or is something that will make you afraid. And this is what this is this is your word. It says, because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will. And I know I will not be put to shame. Right? Because sometimes we're afraid because, oh, this is going to fall apart. I'm going to be so embarrassed. And, you know, people are going to be like, look at her. She thought she was going to start a business and it didn't work. Or she was dreaming too big. Good for her. Like, God is like, this is like, I'm not going to be disgraced. I'm not going to be ashamed because God helps me. Because he helps me, I will set my face like a stone, like full determination, determined to do his will. And that's you and that's me. And so take these with you. Go apply it. Start enjoying your journey as an entrepreneur even more. And don't forget to share this with another entrepreneur in your life. And I'll see you on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.